I don't want to close my eyes. Because you'll miss wanna... the Anthony Ladera podcast. Well, true. That's true. Um, we had a real-life Armageddon, Frank. If you could believe it, NASA thought, I know, let's blow up an asteroid in outer space near Earth. For funsies. No, what always, you know, listen, it's a Monday. What else are we going to do? Slow week. Let's just blow up an asteroid. <laughs> it looks like Alec Baldwin might actually be charged in his uh, in the firing of that uh, prop gun on the set of Rust. So uh, we'll, we'll give you the latest on that. Um, Rihanna, not Swifty. Getting the Super Bowl halftime show. Good for her. Good for um, her. Dr. Dre kind of weighing in on it, too. We'll talk about that. Uh, Riddleman on 60 Minutes. Uh, things you can say during dinner and knocking boots. Well, knocking Ooh. boots. Uh, there's a Kelly Ripa and Regis story. We do have an Adam Levine update, which has more to do with Adam Devine or Divine. Either way. Whichever you want to say. Uh, maybe a Jeopardy spinoff. Hannah Gatsby is a, a what's that word? Hypocrite. Thank you. Oh. And uh, maybe Frank's a hypocrite too. What? Yeah, I don't know. About what? Well, we'll have to no, 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 no. You don't tease something like that. What? What, what are you talking about? <laughs> Theme music really lets you get away with a lot. Like you can, you know, you get theme music and the thing is though, you can only do that once. That's true. So what Actually, the, that's not we... true. <laughs> I'm not a hypocrite. I guarantee whatever story you've got. Is wrong. I was told you. Well, we'll come on, it. move it up. No, we'll save it. We'll save it. Armageddon, my friend. We've got things to discuss. This is more important. By the way, Jupiter, the closest it's ever been to America and subsequently Earth. Second place. Um, this evening, no matter where you are, you can see Jupiter with binoculars it can't be no matter where you are basically no matter where you are well if you're on the other side of the planet you're not going to be able to see it uh it's not true you got to just you got to hold like a little selfie like two mirrors yeah like a selfie yeah exactly all right i can see that you could work it out and make it happen don't let that deter you you know what i'm saying listen if i want to see jupiter i'm gonna i'm gonna find a way to see Jupiter. Mm-hmm. But why well, am I a hypocrite? We're all going to find a way. Um, do you want to... We put a special camera out front, Frank. For what? Out front For of Jupiter? the podcast. Yeah, so that we can see Jupiter. Would you like me to bring it up right now? Would you like to get a live look? If it turns out to be JSABs, I'm going to be very annoyed. No, it's, I would never oh, okay. do that to you. Okay, what do you got? I would never do that to you. It is Did Jupiter... We put a um, binocular outside a special uh, HD SuperFi camera that we bought for the podcast. There okay. it is right there. That is how close we are to Jupiter right now. I like the landscaping you've done to your front yard there. Yeah, well, decorated for Halloween. We're already getting ready. Are those the infamous or famous Purple Mountains Majesty mm-hmm. I've, I've heard so much about? Okay. Mm-hmm. That's, That's got to be them. That's it. 
right. uh, but uh, good for us. 360 million, 367 million miles away is uh, Jupiter this evening, according to NASA, which again, as I said, Red trip blew up. It's okay. Blew up a asteroid today, a la Armageddon. They didn't blow it up. Here's what happened. They launched a spaceship at it. About the size of a vending machine, the spaceship. And right. They just set it right to it. The the asteroid is about the size of a football stadium, they said. And they all they did was impact and they altered its course. And it was no it was in no way threatening us. There was just a test run to see if they could do it. So they shot this vending machine-sized craft, spacecraft, at the asteroid. They had cameras on it, and they lost visual, meaning that it impacted, and it was able to change course of this asteroid. So they were successful. The mission was successful. Yeah, but okay, here's my problem. Nobody was worried that they were going to – this thing wasn't going to hit Earth, by the way. This well, was now just – it's going to. This was just a test to yeah. see if it ever went down. Could we do something like this? Which I like a good test. I like a test run, Frank. I don't want to be known as a guy that doesn't like to do a little test run. Right. Give me a test run. However, seems like an unnecessary risk if we shoot this vending machine spaceship at this asteroid and then a chunk comes off and takes out a trailer park in Toledo. You know, I, actually, that's not nobody would care about that. Let's say it hits a house in Martha's Vineyard and takes out we a love, shed or something. We love every. We will never recover from that. In Toledo, all our fans in Toledo, we love you. We love some you. of them. Some of you. Nobody else does. I think they had that in, into in consideration. I think they, it didn't blow it up. They just altered the course of the whole thing. They they hit it so it changed course and went further away from us. Could have altered it right in straight into Kentucky for all we know. I think they I think they factored all the, the possibilities in. And, and they then where would we get our fried chicken? We're, we're gonna have to find someplace. I'll I I'll fry Frank. you some chicken. I got can I tell you why I love you? I love this. They factored all that they, they're blowing something up. There's no telling where it's just blowing go. anything up. No blow up. No blow. <laughs> they're ramming they, it. Yeah they hit the, they hit it. And they moved, they altered it, they factor how hard they hit it, the weight of everything. I'm sure they've got, I'm sure they know math better than we do, and they're going to factor in the impact with the speed and how, which direction it's going to go. I like this painting services by Steve, 499 Super Chat, without even knowing more. I agree. Frank is a hypocrite. See, that's what I like to see. Let's just line up on Ant's side for once. The guy who doesn't have his own emojis from members. Listen, when you run the show, you can make your own emojis. <laughs> Wait a second. I'm glad you know that. No, no, no. I'm glad you finally said that because now everybody knows who really runs things around here. It's not oh, me. No. Um, what was I going to say? You're driving me so nuts. Well, oh. you crashed the thing into the thing and we altered its trajectory. It was in no way going to hit us. And now it's even more no way going to hit us. Here's the other thing. Um, where was, how did this conversation start of like, oh, well, do we still have that? Where's that ship from 76? Do we still have that line around? Let's see if we can't launch that fucking thing. Like what? How, Just put a GoPro on the end of it and let's fucking send it to an asteroid. What the, I don't get it. I don't think it's very, you know, it's that long of a conversation. Let's just do this and get it done and see if we would tell the world. That's a win for NASA. Uh, strong comment coming in from Eric. Uh, hey idiots! Is the That's government hiding? Is the government 
hiding stuff from Americans or not. Yes. You heard it here first As from the idiots. The idiots will tell you should the be. answer to that question. I've got news for Eric and everybody else. You don't want to know everything. You know, if you we need, don't want, we don't no need mystery. To... No, I, I think something happened along the way with Q and all this stuff of like, we need to uncover all the governments. No, we don't. That's why this classified shit. We're not supposed to know some things. There's things that have to be classified for the safety of people involved. Exactly. Why is that? What, what do you mean? Why? Because you said for the safety of all involved. Let me translate. Well, we're all big dumb idiots, and if we all knew half this shit, we'd be fucking no. ramming old <laughs> old fucking spaceships into shit. That's why, okay? That's Listen, why we can't know about it. We can't know about stuff because if we know about stuff, then you know we can't know about everything because there are secret missions and things that have to go into. You know, the, we have to protect people on our side. You know that we that are involved in these missions. If we have, if everybody knows everything then you know these people that are undercover or spies it would all be out in the open and that wouldn't be good for anybody janine says she's coming for a good 20 minutes that seems a bit that's a record that must be a record excessive and she complains about her roommate but you know hey 20 minutes is pretty good ignorance is bliss says uh lisha lisha have we ever gotten that lisha i don't know um galagos Exactly my point. Thank you. Yeah, we need to know less. Can I be honest with you? I would like to know less. I think that if there's one thing we learned from the Trump presidency, which has nothing to do with Trump specifically, just from the time period of 20, when did he get elected? Who cares? 2016 to 2020, we were all far too involved with our government. We knew way too much. We knew too much of how it all worked. Now the guy who doesn't even know what room he's in, is in there. He's fucking shaking hands with people that aren't on the stage. We don't know what's happening, and we're all happier for it. We love it. This is I'll give you now. that. But do you think when when he was in charge, we knew anything that was... I think he knew less than, than we did about what was going on. Well, there might be some truth to that. But here's the thing now. It's 7.50 for a loaf of bread, and it's fine. Because you know what? We're happier while we're putting our peanut butter on that 7.50 loaf of bread. It's not 7.50. We're just not involved as much anymore. Okay. We just can't take it. Right. <sighs> so Armageddon, we're, we're preparing ourselves for if uh, an asteroid hits. Or or if it's on its way to us. We could, We're testing out things that we can do to deter the asteroid if we had to so that was it was a successful test how do we know has has everything cleared our airspace yet our airspace they knocked it they knocked it into a different orbit they sent it on its way is this some nerd shit we're talking about right now well we're talking about nasa rammed an old spaceship into a asteroid just to see if they could do the thing in armageddon boring that is insane. You know, you know what? I, I, I'm actually, more than I think about it, I'm on NASA's side. I think we need to explore themes in movies more. For instance, tomorrow, I'm going to leave my seven-year-old at home. And uh oh, Paris. That's a theme. You can get a couple of your friends to, like, rob the house. And... Well, yeah, let's see, if, let's see if all the shit in movies can be done in real life. That's what I'm saying. I'm sorry, what? 
I'm going to leave my kid at home and see what happens. See if hilarity ensues. I'm sure it will. I'm sure nothing would go wrong. Yeah, I'm sure I'll be fine. Um, I just want to point out something quick about how much an avid um, supporter I am of this show because I mentioned Anthony on air twice this weekend. Twice. Did you say this weekend? Yep. Was it to, actually? It was one day. It was in one day. Was it to people that had not previously heard of the show? Correct. Wait, wait. Was it like a plug, or was it like some Judas shit where you're like, I, I swear to God, I don't know that podcast. I don't know anything about it. Both. Okay. Right, that kind of evens um, out. Then it was a plug. I was wearing, I was wearing my uh, my phone's about to die T-shirt, and I walked into a store, and this girl who definitely was a lesbian, said, um, oh, I and love Wait, was show. it a Verizon store or AT&T? No. that'd be hilarious. No. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. should, I should do that. Oh, my phone's about to die. I get it. I should do that. <laughs> I, thought, I, was, I was like, what does that have to do with lesbians? <laughs> Can you tell me what you on the lesbian thing? Oh, well, she said it was definitely a lesbian. And, and like, then you said, was lesbian. it a Verizon store? I'm like, what? What does that have to do with anything? As soon as you say lesbian, his mind just wanders. He's like, well, lesbian Who's no, doesn't I'm just thinking about his lesbians. That's it. Um, <laughs> and she's like, me? oh, my God, I love your shirt. I said, thanks. And then I turned around and I said, this is where it's from. And she was like, can you do that again? Turn, nice. turn around again. No, she looked at your ass the first time. <laughs> um, so do we have a new fan? Do we? Uh, is she, she tuning maybe. in right now? Maybe. And then if if this is you, if you're watching or listen, you know, try to send us a message. Exactly. And then also I was at a party where they were speaking about certain someone. I don't know if I want to even say it on here because I don't want to get shadow banned. And they said, oh, my God, Janine, you came up when I did a search about this certain someone um, on YouTube, because you guys had so I guess you guys were one of the top videos when I was searching this subject. And I was like, we were a top video? Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, what? And he's like, he's like, I didn't know. I didn't know you. uh, This I don't know if I want to admit this. Fuck it. He's like, I didn't know you did a podcast. You don't tell people. And I was like, yeah, I was like, oh yeah, I don't, I don't tell people. No, you you don't want to watch me. And I said I'm actually only asked to be on the show because um, the other two think I'm a huge conservative. And they were like, oh, we get it. Okay, okay. See so that? So they understood. They took our right. side. I get it. Okay, good. They're like, oh, <laughs> so they need someone to uh, put the blame on. I'm like, yeah, exactly. So there you go. Okay. And then I said. I love my job. I have a glass door review about the Anthony on air podcast. If you want to go look at it. Thank you. <laughs> now, was this the first time that you were, I wouldn't say like spotted or recognized, but it's, it is a recognition. Was this the first time that you were like, Oh shit. You were recognized from the podcast. Yes. Because these people, I don't see them often and they didn't know I did a podcast. So, did it feel good? Yes. Hold on to this feeling because you'll never get it ever again. 
This How is about like this? Once, once every three years. Maybe. This is as good as it gets. How about this? From that conversation, you got either two or three more uh, subscribers. So yeah, but how many of them were lesbians? Because we really need to jump in that area. Um, True. None. That's a, but that's you a got demo. two or three more. So you're welcome. That's a good demo to, to target. Yeah, listen, every I know a lot of podcasts say, hey, share and subscribe. I'm okay with you sharing, but please share amongst lesbian um, Facebook groups because we really just got to make some inroads there. Okay. Need some more lesbians, everybody. Thank you. Every, we that. need everybody. We need everybody. Just do me a favor. If you're going to share the podcast, don't share it in in like straight groups because enough Sist with the fucking straight people. We have plenty. Groups. Yeah. Sist white male groups. I can't shake a dead cat around here without hitting a fucking straight person. I just you got to get some more lesbians. Well, that's part of it. For now. So, anyway, so yeah, yeah, so the nerd shit you were referring to is saving the planet from an asteroid. Uh, right. Is this fucking it's not Armageddon? Nerd shit. Boring. It's... <sighs> I know. I didn't like that movie. Whatever. Yeah. Well, that's fine. The movie. So it's like the movie. But... Not no, it's it. not like the movie. It's it's NASA launched a spacecraft at an asteroid to see Wait, if NASA they can or knock Bruce it. Willis. Bruce Willis and NASA. Got it. They launched a spaceship at the, an asteroid to knock it off its orbit to see if they could knock it away from Earth. And they did. Uh Gary, I told my lesbian friend she said she might give it a try. See, that's all we could ask for. Boom. Gary's the only one really working towards our goals right now. Love it. And I appreciate it. I wish everybody would join in, but I appreciate it. And he's also over men. So that's a lesbian thing, right? Mm -hmm. uh, when you're over men. Yeah. Over men. Is that a bad joke? You know what I just learned? Speaking of U-Hauling, have you heard this? Like the, the company that rents out its trucks? Yeah, I learned this term. I don't know if it's offensive. I'm sorry if it is. But it was on TikTok where... Um, apparent, I guess lesbians move fast in relationships, mm -hmm. and U hauling is when a lesbian moves in with another lesbian after the second date. They call it U hauling. Oh, like they're just moving their shit around. Is that a thing? I like that. I don't know. I found it really fascinating though that you could nail down a particular sect of people to rushing in into relationships quickly because I didn't think that that was, you know special to one group or another but i guess yeah, that's lesbians weird, right? they're moving in right. pretty quick hey if both parties are, in, are are down with the move in why not it's all good doesn't mean it's a bad thing don't you feel though like lesbians are the hardest to come by <laughs> like is that like a no, that's what she said mind. joke i don't know what it is but i feel like i know plenty of straight people i got a lot of gay people right i feel like i got i'm hitting every every group i can mm. except for lesbians I'm i got gay. no lesbians in my life none i feel like they're that's very sense. hard to come by um i gotta i gotta think about that i don't know i definitely know a lot of lesbians and in, you do in high school i knew a lot that are no longer lesbians, too. I'd say about because it you know it was trendy to be a lesbian back then. Tell Not me even about it. I'd say more than half the people who were lesbians back there are not, are no longer lesbian. They're straight married kids. 
no longer lesbian. Correct. Uh, All right. Like I said, it it was a trend back then. So people experiment, I'm sure. And they, you know, yeah, doesn't mean that they don't, maybe they don't, they just, you know, don't feel, I don't know. I don't know how it works. Well, listen, I'd love to get some numbers on this. I just feel like lesbians are the smallest group we got right now. Straight people. I think you're, I I have to, you are correct. I don't know what company you hired to gather this data. You are correct. uh, Voices in my head. Because how about this? Just, I'm talking to Janine, I'm going to let you go, but just, just out of straight feel, like no scientific evidence, just me walking around being a human being. I feel like we got a huge straight people. We've got our gay guys, and then we've got a little tiny sliver of lesbians trailing in third place. Go I don't ahead. know. I'll tell you why. I think you're right in that. Because my friend, one of my friends who is gay, him and his twin brother are both gay. They have a large group of friends, again, from high school. A lot of them were and are still gay. How many lesbians in that group? Two. I don't know. One. One. Okay, I was close. Right. And I said, I made a joke I did go once. Over. And he is like, uh, I don't know many lesbians. I only know one or two. And I'm like, really? And he's like, yeah. So you might be onto something. Okay. I don't think he is. How many gay guys do you know, Frank? Uh, um, I know your uncles. <laughs> we got to get you out more. <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, the guys that you met, the glory yeah, hole. There's a few. Week. There's a few. I'm sure. I know. If I would have started this with Frank, how many people do you know? It would have been eight. His I answer would have been eight. The three of us, my wife, <laughs> and your uncles. <laughs> That's all I know. <laughs> Um, Janine, okay, so I, I, how many lesbians do you know? Probably zero. I'm sure. I, I know I can't think of like anybody. In my See, that's the thing. You're like, I'm sure I know I, one. You probably do know and don't even know. I do know some. I okay. Do. Give me the straight to gay to lesbian ratio. I don't, in your life, to... Janine. Oh, God. There's not I, many. There's not I bet many you lesbians. know 20 to 30 straights for every gay person. And I bet you know at least 10 to 15 gay people for every lesbian. What is what is the point? Your point? My don't point know is, <laughs> I, I just, I don't know why. I don't, hey, listen, maybe they're hiding. Maybe they don't want us to well, know. I was going to say, I know a lot of unconfirmed lesbians. Maybe that, they're just avoiding me. I don't know. Yeah, I just feel just, like they're not out there making it a thing. Well, I don't know what to tell you, but I, I think we all know, you know, it's whether you they want to tell you, I don't think they just want to have a conversation with you. That's I'm okay with that. I, I, I've been avoided before. So then I think that's the thing. Yeah. I just feel like they're the small, like somebody's got to be in third place. I feel like. Yeah, it's, it's the lesbians. As far as counts go, they're in third. Right. Now listen, because, they're number one in my heart. I'm sure they are. Because I don't, I have no use for men either. You know what I'm saying? Thanks. But, uh, it's what? I said thanks. As far as well, you're the number one reason why I can't stand men. <laughs> yeah, I'm that. number two. Um, 
Yeah, as far as like just pure numbers go, I just I don't know. I don't know what's happening. Gary Overman, I know three times three lesbians for every male. But it's a small it's, town. Well, mm. let me just if you asked me this back in high school, I definitely knew no more knew more lesbians than gay people. I think Bird Bird hit the nail on the head right there. The point is we need more confirmed <laughs> lesbians in the world. Okay, that's the point I'm trying to make. Thanks, Bird. I just don't think they want us to know. Because I think, okay, it's like when you're at a cocktail party with your wife's fucking friends, and they go, what do you do for a living, Frank? Do you say, I'm in radio or a podcast? Or do you go, what I say, and go, uh, marketing? I, just I say marketing. radio, a podcast. I say radio. I never say that, ever. Well, why not? That's why you're, you know, why that's not? why you're you. Same reason why the lesbians don't want to tell us because it's followed up by 14 stupid questions that you don't want to have to answer on a consistent basis. Do you ever scissor? <laughs> I don't think anybody asks anybody that. That's a little personal. I didn't even hear what you said. Yeah, good. <laughs> I don't think anybody gets directly asked that. Okay. That's a little... what? Go ahead. Say it again. Do you guys scissor? Do you think anybody would ask Yes, I've been asked that after I submitted to being in radio. Well, that's that's fair. They go, I like you radio people scissor each other. I mean, that's not without its uh, its uh, so foundation. Uh, so go to Jack Meoff's. Jack Meoff's got a good comment. And drives them to lesbianism. Frankie C brings them back for <laughs> <laughs> the George and Kramer. Right. Yeah. Um, no, I get it. Listen. You know, sometimes if you're winning, if you're winning in life, you don't always have to brag about it. How did we get from Armageddon? I was just going to gonna say the end of the world to lesbianism. I don't know. I don't, I don't remember how we got here, but here we are. I'm not entirely sure either. And I'm just um, thinking about how many lesbians I knew in high school. About 15. Yeah. I don't think we knew any in high school because we went to an all boys school. And also, one of my good friends growing up was a lesbian, and I never thought that she was, even though she had a very stereotypical look. You just reminded me, I know somebody who, my wife knows somebody, but that's it. That's that's as Who's close as I can get. Yeah. Well, I think right we need more people to be proud and, and come out and say it. No, I think there's plenty of people that are proud. I just don't think they're yeah. telling us about it. They're I think associating with us. I think it's, I think it's, they don't want to answer a lot of questions. Cause, you know, cause, and I've heard this from a lot of gay guys. Gay's not as exciting as you. It's not, it's kind of boring. People are like, oh, like, it used to be like, oh, you're gay. Oh, no, that's great. You know, now it's like, I'm a gay guy. And you're like, okay, yeah, fine. That's right. Well, we're more, we're more, you know, uh, society is more uh, accepting. Accepting and open. It's lost its luster. Whereas I feel like lesbians, still a bit of, still, still a little has shiny. that that new car. That's the <laughs> new car smell. But that's not that's not appropriate. <laughs> yeah. Why do you even say that? lesbian still has that new car smell. You're right. <laughs> I said it, it too. <laughs> lesbian, <laughs> that new car smell. <laughs> Walked right into that one. Um, uh, Alec Baldwin might be going to jail. Uh, okay, for what's the charge? Well, okay, you know he killed the girl. No, I know, right? I know, but are they saying manslaughter, accidental manslaughter? What's the 
New Mexico prosecutors have indicated that they may charge Baldwin over the fatal shooting of cinematographer Helena Hutchins. Um, legal observers told the Daily Mail today that the decision may be part of an effort to shift and potentially shield asset. Oh, hey, he's selling all his property. He sold uh, something upstate in upstate New York. And yep. he sold or is selling in the, in the process of selling his Amagansett home, which yeah. I used to dr drive past on my way to work for $29 million. That's all. Damn. Some chunk of change. That's we didn't get it. We didn't get to do the story, and I don't even barely remember it now. But last week there was a story that they have like these little like trailer homes in Montauk. Okay. Take a guess for what these things are going for. A trailer home. A trailer home in Montauk. Montauk. Like to rent or to to buy. To buy one. Um Montauk. Two hundred thousand. Two hundred thousand? Over a million dollars. For That's a trailer home. Insane. Because it's in Montauk? Because it's in Montauk. I mean, is it a vacation trailer home? Or do people live there all year round? People live there all year round, but it's kind of, you know, people really just, it's mostly for vacations. All right, but that's still a million dollars. That's um, Anyway, some uh, paparazzi caught him on the phone for a 10-minute phone call today where he had uh, grim-faced and he displayed heavy bags under his eyes while being hunched over a fence in Brooklyn, uh, looking at the river at Domino Park in Brooklyn. Okay. Uh, his 10-acre and began to for sale. Legal experts are telling the Daily Mail that he may be part of an effort to shift the potential uh, shift and potentially shield assets from lawsuits that could cost him a fortune. They say uh, Baldwin could be tempted to place millions into a trust for his eight children or buy property in Florida. Hutchins' family is pursuing a wrongful death lawsuit against the actor. This whole thing is tragic as all shit. They were like friends too. I mean, could you yeah. imagine? No, that's it's it is tragic. I mean, he he, I can't fathom why you know him wanting to wanting to cause someone. I mean, I don't know the guy, but it doesn't just it just doesn't seem like someone who would intentionally mm. do something like that. Just not again, not knowing the guy. Of course but, not. Even though he eats children, you know, with the Democrats or the pizza place in DC. Right. Well. Um, I don't think he would have done it either. Uh, here's the thing, though. He handed over his cell phone to prosecutors in New Mexico, and that's why they're saying they they've got something on there that they're considering charging him. Mm. Mm. Mm -hmm. it's, it's charging him. What was the? Charging him with what, wrongful death, I guess, whatever what you said. Um, in a letter to the state's financial board asking for funding to prosecute the high-profile high case, Santa Fe District Attorney Mary Carmack Altweiss said she's ready to file charges against four people. She stopped short of confirming that the charges she planned to bring, but said she was certainly looking at the homicide statutes and any gun statutes under New Mexico criminal code. Um, so obviously you would think Alec, the gun, the, the prop the master there, armor. Thank you. Well, uh, probably the armorer's the... assistant armorer and the assistant director who said the gun was clean. Right. Or clear or whatever. Yeah. It's not good. Any way you look at it, it's the whole situation. I mean, he's right. He said he didn't pull the trigger. 
Then they did all these tests to say he must have pulled the trigger. But he said that he cocked the gun and then let let it go, the hammer, and then let it go or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said that's the way it went off. Uh, yeah, but the, it, it, right, that's exactly what he said. But an investigation said that there's no way that gun would have went off unless he pulled the trigger. Mm. Right. But they, again, they didn't test. I, from what I understand, I don't think they did the test on the actual gun. They did it on a gun, that was the same style gun. Correct. Like They didn't test the the gun. Uh, so I don't know. Maybe that gun is faulty. It went off somehow. I don't know. I don't know. But they were saying that the FBI did all these tests and said, yeah. from the test that they ran, the accidental, they hit it a million times, whatever it was, they said he must have pulled the trigger. But mm-hmm. again, I'm sure all this will come up in whatever trial we see here. Which if you're following and you're a conservative, you could trust the FBI in this particular instance. Only in this one. But if it's regarding... Yeah, you pick and choose. Whatever you want to pick. Yeah, and this one, they're right. They got it dead on. Yeah, but, you know, when they... Never mind. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So we'll uh, see what happens with him. I mean, if they're going to bring charges, I would imagine it'd be soon. And... Um, what they're gonna arrest them and then there'll be trial, so we'll have to follow all that. Of course, we'll this is one of those things that if that happens, I'm sure we'll be on top of it. Oh, yeah, jack me off. Honestly, I think AB is the only one not liable. How is he supposed to know? Trigger pull it, issue is pointless. I'm with Jack, I think he should be fucking suing people. Yep, I guess, but there are you know, there are some schools of thought that there are people, actors who say they always check the gun. When it's handed to them, they check, they open the gun and see what's in there. Mm-hmm. There sure. are actors that say that, but then you so I mean, you're supposed, I guess, supposed to trust the people that hand you the gun. Ultimately, who is responsible? Do they all share responsibility? Um, By the way, his wife just shit out another kid. I don't know. This is eight, I think, nine. I don't even know if they know. Can I be honest? Yep. I'm not sure they're even keeping track. I think they lost count. Because uh, yeah, there was right. one summer where they had two kids like six months apart. I, do you remember that? I don't even know. So they did because she used possible. a no, she used a surrogate. Yeah, I think they even gave up. I don't think they have names anymore after like six. I don't think they're even naming them. It's just like baby seven, baby eight. First of all, I I don't even know. I, it's a lot of kids, all you, with the same. Yep, with the same woman, and right? they all they look use, alike too. Well, yeah. they're Baldwin's. They're all. You look at the family. They, the brothers all look the same. They look like too. Yeah, it's true. But let's be honest. Something's wrong here because remember she made up all that shit about being from Guatemala or some shit, and it turns out she's from Massachusetts. Spain. No, I remember none of that. Spain. She pretended she was from Spain. Whatever. And then you know, she's like, um, she's just spitting out these kids like crazy. He's fucking going off his rocker. I mean, it just like, and, and at no point, like, you have fucking five kids. Good. Okay. How do you, I don't understand. Like, honestly, some people, some people just love having kids. I think there's a little mental disorder there. Am I wrong to say that? Because, no, I mean, you have, he definitely, I'm sure, you know, has the means. I'm sure he's got people that could help. It's not just him and his wife. I'm sure they have Another sitters they and have. nannies and whatever. But he's fucking. How old is he? Seventy something at this point? No, is no, he? 60s? Yes. 
he's not going to make it to he's not going to make it to number four's high school graduation. Like she's got to know that, and she doesn't give a shit at all. I do, it doesn't. Well, she's she's, she's sixty four. He's sixty four. You know how okay. old? So he's really seventy because they're all lying about their age. That's wow. That's for fun. you think so. Have you seen the bags under his eyes recently? He looks awful. Well, Count the to rings, be honest, to be fair, he's going, going through some stuff. Right? You know, the stress might add to that. Yeah, I agree. But when did the shooting happen? Was it within nine months? Because that motherfucker found a way to knock his wife up yet again. So, yeah, but with this new stuff and whatever, I'm sure, I'm sure we, you know. He probably couldn't pull sure, out quick enough because he's I'm sure old. he heard about all this before we did that he might be charged. Uh, I don't even. Well, he's better than Nick Cannon, though. I'll give him that. Is he? I think they're both. I awful. think they're on track. Who's gonna win? Who's, Nick Cannon. Who's... First of all, these girls. These girls. Nick's, Nick Cannon's young. He could. He could have another forty kids. He could keep going. <laughs> He's got a producer the credit on that fucking who's singing it under the mask show there. So at least he's going to have some cash flow coming in after he's gone. <sighs> that fucking show sucks, my dude. And I like Nick Cannon a little better because he's spreading it around a little bit. He's not being, he's not That's being what men so want. selfish. That's what yeah. men want. Okay. Yeah, you got to have like five different moms, eight kids, whatever it is. It's... Um, Eliana's my daughter's teacher in school last year. Uh, this is serious. <laughs> She has nine kids. What? You know, that's what it used to be back in like fifty years ago. I don't. It, people, families used to be mom, dad, or whoever, and then like thirteen kids, and one person had a job and took care of all the kids. It's like, how the hell does that happen? Exactly. Yeah. Well, listen. Back in eighteen fifty-two, when you needed everybody to plow the fields, you know, you had a shitload of kids so that you can, you know, run a farm, run a business. Nowadays, no, I'm you talking about the eighteen. I'm talking about. The 60s, the 50s, people had had a dozen kids and it didn't, you know, and one job to, to run the whole house. I, I don't even know. I say I see her and I'm like, you are nuts. I said, I don't even know. How, I don't know how you did nine. I only have I think by the time you get to like seven, you're hoping number one will take care of some of the take some of the burden off. You and watch you know some what? of the kids. They, they did. Yeah. You, you're, you're raising the first seven, the first three. One, two, and three, you're raising baby babysitters. Then four, five, six, seven, yeah. and eight, or nine, are being handled by one, two, and three. I don't even I don't know. know. It's, it's like, a, I'm the master of pulling out, so I'm good. <laughs> right, Frank? You know it. Well, I don't know about you pulling out. Somebody else has to do that. What? No, I said Frank is the master of pulling oh, out. Oh, sorry. Right? I wasn't paying attention. Like, I was reading the comments. Like, I pull yeah. out too, though. Don't worry. Everybody pulls out. All right. So Alec Baldwin, uh, what's, uh, we'll see what happens with him. I don't know. Yeah, I think he's screwed. Um, and it's unfortunate because, like I said, I think he should be suing people because it ain't his fucking fault. You know, I would be pissed. I and would he be fired pissed. A gun. He was given a gun and fired it thinking it was a. A prop gun. I mean, why would he think that it was loaded? Right. Here, so you can't fault him for that. Here's that's the what, thing. That's the that's the consensus, I think. He was on this movie making a movie with his friends, right? 
and now look at him. And I feel like I can sympathize with that because between the two of you, one of you are going to fucking do me in for something that I'm uh, going to lose everything. And then I'm going to start having 19 Probably kids. Probably and me. then it, it, it's not going to be me. And Janine, I'm going to use the light. Oh, this, yeah. I mean, this tape is probably going to be exhibit A. Who's Frank going to get in trouble with the fucking nice police? What, what is he going to, you know, apologize too much? I know. That right? can't happen. I'm sorry. Get down on the ground for saying I'm sorry too much. What? Um. So, yeah, uh, I don't know. Let's see what happens. I think it, I honestly think it was crazy. I don't know a fucking jury that's going to be like, yeah, he should fucking go to jail for this. But, you know, who knows? There are who knows people. What this district attorney's thinking. There are people that are on. I feel like it's split. I don't know what the ratio is, but it, there are people that are like, he killed the guy. He killed someone. He killed that woman. I'd say it's three to one. That's still big. Yeah. That's still not great for him. You know, when. Well, when uh, What's amazing is, again, in our polarized world, it's mostly Republicans or conservatives that just fucking hate the guy for being a liberal, yep. and they're like, he probably did it. Yeah. If it was Scott Bayo, they'd be like, oh, my God. He's just no way. Faces. Am I generalizing here? I haven't heard a lot of fucking liberals at the fucking Subaru meetings going, you know, I think Alec Baldwin might be guilty here. Subaru. The yeah. Subaru meeting. Well, there's no Republicans driving a Subaru. That's just facts. Sorry. Oh, okay. You get a free Bernie sticker when you buy a Subaru. Did you know that? Cool. Oh. I know a lot about Subarus. I've been avoiding owning one for my entire life. It'll happen. Uh, God, I hope not. You want to know something hysterical? Yes, I'm, dri- I'm driving on the highway, right? Get into the right lane because there is a minivan that's kind of slowing up traffic. And I'm like three cars behind it. I was getting close to my exit anyway. I come off. I come off to the right. And I'm moving past everybody, and I'm coming on the, to the minivan. And on the back of the minivan, on the right-hand side, there's a sticker of a picture of a minivan. And underneath it, it says, never say never. <laughs> there you go. They That's know me. what's up. That's me. It's, I'll never. Uh, at some point, you got to cave, and you got to get the practical vehicle. My wife and I were laughing so fucking hard about that, because we fight about that all the time. I'm like, let's just get a minivan. Life is over. It doesn't matter. You know, we'll just get fucking. Absolutely That's, not. That is I pure. That is pure uh, utility. That thing. That is. You're not. Dr- you're not getting a minivan. Going. I'm gonna look great in this. Yeah. You get it because I got a lot of. I got kids and I got a lot of shit to, to put in, right. the, in the the back and that's it. Although. Go ahead. Go ahead. Did you see? And Janine, I don't know if you ever saw this, but there was a douchebag in our old neighborhood. I used to drive around in a fucking purple lowrider minivan with gold no. rims I with don't music blasting, trying to make fucking minivans cool. Yeah, did it work? No. I mean. Well, all right. No matter what you do to a minivan, it's, it's tough. Listen, John Sakata can't make a fucking minivan cool, okay? If he can't do it, nobody can. Right. That's true. Um, if I ever got a minivan, and God help me, just shoot me in my fucking toe if i ever got a minivan but i like how you escaped death on that one just shoot me in my toe um not shoot me shoot me in my toe i would still have the baby up in this bitch sticker which i have on my current vehicle and i would have to i would have to like just make the back so raunchy 
that are people like, all right, we'll let if her If this slide. van's a-rocking. You know? Right. Another Seinfeld quote. Babies up Don't in go a-knocking. Right. All right. What's after Alec Baldwin? Moving on. Um, Rihanna gets the halftime show for Super Bowl whatever the hell. Love it. Love it. Why? It's not Metallica. Umbrella, Ella, Metallica would be good, but it's not going to be Metallica. So um, never. Wait good. a minute. I have, How's a, that make I have you feel? something to pick with you about Fine Metallica, Frank. I want to know why you did not ask for tickets, free tickets to a show that was Saturday. Great Metallica question. Metallica was playing. Great question. Because I had stuff to do. What did you one. have to do more than more cooler than Metallica? I had to uh, help. We had people coming over, my family coming over, uh, and I had to help get ready and Ugh. do shop. And I, mean, I had to get ready. Plus, it was la- very last minute. It was like the day before we were offered the tickets. I I had to work in the morning. I couldn't. There's no way I was making. I was going into Central Park. You know what? He's not a true fan. Then Anthony, nope, would you I agree? Because you okay. know, if David Matthews, David, David, Matthews, David Matthews, as you know him. Dave Matthews was playing in Central Park and our friend got tickets. You would be there with your fucking Crocs on, not giving a shit about the world. I want to go to a Metallica concert and see Metallica, but I want good, you know, I want to be up front. I want advanced. No, you know, I don't want to know the night before. And if I had, if I didn't have stuff to do, I probably, I could have maybe swung that, but I had had to take care of business. TCB, (sighs) baby. What does that even mean? Take care of business? I had stuff I had to do. I had to work in the morning, and then I had to do, uh, I had to do stuff around, you know, around the house. I had stuff to do. It was the day before, the the tickets were offered. I don't know. Is he not a true fan, Janine, or is he a real fan that's just really old? I think he's not a true fan. Ooh, hmm. jack me off. Hold on, bitch. Better have my money on the halftime playlist. I hope so. That'd be great. I love that song, so I hope so. That and Disturbia. You like that one? Oh, Disturbia stinks. Really? What? That's like, that's the best one. That's our worst one. You're crazy. Uh, Rhoda, Frank, you sound like my parents. Your parents are awesome. Is it? Is there any truth to the rumor that you didn't go because you ran out of Depends? Comment. Uh, it depends. Good one. Um... I'd like, you know, I'd like to see. I want to see Metallica, but I want to see a Metallica concert. Plus, they they had a concert a few years ago, the Orion Festival. It was in New Jersey. It was in Atlantic City, I believe. And they had the thing with that was it was like two days. They were the headliner each night, but there were like forty acts before each one of them. I had to drive down to Jersey, watch all these, and they weren't like people you knew. There was just all these, you know. Uh, under the radar, like metal bands. I'm like, I don't want to go to, you know, all the way out there for that. Give me a nice concert in a stadium close by. I'm there. Oh, my God. I got to go to Central Park. I'm sorry. We have a comment from Aaron C. Frank, yeah. is there anyone you would see in Central Park? No, right? I don't think so. I mean, again, Central Park. I don't know what the setup's like. Is it just a big open field and I'm standing there? I, I would. I'd go. But again, it was the day before. I'd see Metallica, you know, but it was the day before and we had stuff to do. It wasn't it just wasn't going to work out. That's all I missed. A, I had a chance to see Metallica in high school. 
they were doing their S&M show, Symphony and Metallica. They were touring all over the place. And I had a chance to go, but I couldn't go to that because we had a hockey game in high school. And I, oh, I missed God. that too. Well, I was playing high school hockey. I had to go. That And that's important. Especially was at the time. Photo. Do you regret it now? Yes. Yeah, me too. There's so game. many instances like that where I'm like, <laughs> I fucked up. I should have went to, I should have done a thing that would have lasted a lifetime. Yeah, that would have been great if I went to that show. But, you know, I went to a bunch of other Metallica shows. I, I'll see them. I'll see them again when they come around. Can I, t- can I admit something here? <laughs> no. No. Moving on. Uh, unbeknownst to me, oh, I, what? Dave Why Matthews. Go ahead. Dave Matthews announced the show at Madison Square Garden. Tickets went on sale relatively quick. I didn't have much time to react. I didn't know what was happening until like tickets were going on sale. Fucking tickets for this show. It was like a thousand dollars to sit on the floor. Mm. $800 a ticket to sit in the first level and $275 to sit in like the last two rows. That is insane. And this is after I just recently missed, I had to give up tickets for a metallic for, for Dave Matthews show because I had a family emergency. And then I'm like, I'm like, def- I'm like, I'm going to go see him next time around. And then this fucking show goes on sale and I'm like, this is bullshit. Like this, I'd be miserable. To sp- I don't understand this. Tickets for the fucking Jones Beach show are $125 for nice, close seats. Well, this what is Madison Square Garden. Holy shit. I like You live in New life. York, buddy. My life is like, let's go. You, well, I'm like, I would be fucking miserable sitting there knowing I dropped $1,600. On I'd be one- even more, more miserable if I was like, for this? Yeah. <laughs> I fucking I can't, hate it. I can't. I, that's... That's a, that's an insane amount of money, but you know what? They'll sell it out. They're gonna get people to, to go. It's not like they're not gonna sell those tickets. I mean, like, yeah, they probably will. Like, you know, I'm sure they, I'm sure they will. Right. You know, I'm, I'm sure you, they will. They will. Uh, Metallica's they'll they'll make you know they set a price and they know what they're doing. I'm sure they know what they can get for the tickets. I don't even know. Like, who are these fucking people that are dropping this kind of cash on a fucking? People with, you know, that kind of cash to, to waste. Lesbians, yeah. I bet you. They're okay. all, uh, sure. The money not telling us where they are. Could be. Could, they yeah. could have. They could have the money. Probably. That's what I'm guessing it is. Um, I felt the same way. I saw this guy on TikTok. He painted this. He did this like painting. There's these guys. You ever see these paint? Like they open up their little fucking like uh, Mentos. What are those fucking mint cases? Altoids. Altoid. They put a little Altoid and they got the little paint on the bottom and they got a little card, a little business card on the top. And they sit there and they fucking paint this little tiny picture. I'm like, this guy painted the Brooklyn Bridge. I'm watching him. I'm like, fuck, this is really good. I, I, th- I think I want to buy that. I go to the thing. It's like $450 for this little tiny tin can. I'm like, I wish I had, I fucking love art money because I just don't have it. Like, I don't. Like, can I spend $450 on this? Absolutely. You know, but I would be fucking miserable looking at it going, you believe this fucking thing cost me $450? <laughs> and then you got to frame it. That's without the frame. Well, I'm it's in an Altoid can. Yeah. I don't know how you frame that. My point oh, is, it's is in the can. I thought it was on the, okay. No, it's it in the like thing. Hard. I don't have enough. Even though I have the money, I don't have enough money to buy art yet. I don't have art buying money yet. 
you could buy art, just not great art. Yeah, I could buy art. You want me to paint you a picture? I'll paint. I'll paint you a picture. I would love that. You know what I would love? I'll paint you the Brooklyn Bridge, double the size, half the price. How's that? (laughs) No, this is what I want. Can I order something from you? I want you to paint a picture of my phone watching the guy paint on the Altoid fucking tin. Oh, I could paint that. You know, I can paint. Send me that picture. And then I'm going to send him the picture and be like, I bought this for 25 bucks. Suck on it, loser. How do you like that? Who's, who said it was 25 bucks? Well, I'm, I'll just tell him that. Whatever you're going to charge me doesn't matter. Uh, it's going to be at least 200 Friends price. I'll give you 150 Oh, thanks. We lost uh, J-Saps, by the way. Now, did she leave on her own volition or did you make her feel bad? I think, uh, I mean, I didn't make her feel great. Because it looks like she was about to say something like four times and then didn't say anything. Did I cut her off? I don't think I cut her off. You cut her off like six times on this episode. There's no way. I was good for two. She's fine. Uh, so Rihanna, I think she she would do a good show. For There was a rumor for a while that it was going to be Taylor Swift. That would be a good show too. But um, she's not doing that. She's not, she uh, Taylor Swift said, no, no, I'm not ready to do that. Something about uh, her album that just came out or something. But, um, yeah, Rihanna would be great. I think that's going to be a good show. Um, I don't know. Yeah, you had me all hot and bothered on Friday thinking that it was going to be Swift Dogs. She would be good, but she'll she'll do one in the future, I'm sure. She'll probably do the next uh, next one. She uh, she said she's not ready yet. I don't know. That would be good. What are you looking at? No, I'm sorry. I I got got a disturbing message. Are you all right? Um, yeah, no, I'm good. I'm good. There's a lot of people pulling at me from all corners here. Um, moving on. Wrigglement on 60 Minutes. Did you see this guy? No, who's this guy? So this guy was a um, congressperson from shit, Virginia. Okay. Republican, conservative guy, military guy, fought for our nation, goes into Congress, goes into politics, wins staunch conservative Republican. He fucking, if anybody, if you want to see this story yourself, you listen to what I have to say, but you go watch for yourself. 60 minutes, Riggleman. It just came out on Sunday. This guy, it votes with Donald Trump 93% of the time that the two of them were in office together. Okay. Then there's uh Riggleman, Republican from Virginia, Frank. We got it. Got a gay on his staff. Gay falls in love. Then the gay goes, will you marry me? Will you, you Will you marry us? Right? So he goes, yeah, sure. I like you. You're my guy, right? You're a gay. What's the big deal? Marries the, the officiates the gay wedding. Next thing you know, everybody's like turning on him because he fucking supports gay people. QAnon's writing shit about him. They fucking put up a guy against him. He loses his seat. All because he fucking married a gay guy. Republican Party needs a serious... to to really just look at themselves. Because he's the Republican Party, too. We're talking about... you. I think you meant to say the extreme crazy side of the the people who are who are in charge, you know, whoever uh, led this... 180, you know, shift on this guy. Need to turn oh, around Frank. and look at themselves. 
Hang on. Let's check on Jupiter here for a second. Still there? Still looks good. Yeah, still looks good. All right. Keep us updated. Well, yeah, I'm going to keep an eye on it. Um, that's what all the communications were about, the status of Jupiter at the moment. <laughs> I'm on it. As long as it doesn't, you know, if it comes anywhere near us, we got to shoot a, a vending machine at it. <laughs> Just to make sure. <laughs> keep your distance, Jupiter. Yeah, we got to make sure everything is a-okay. Right. Um... So this guy, he likes get you know I don't I don't. That's the thing, law and order, equal rights for everybody. What is so difficult about that? I don't understand how you're a person. You get the same rights as that person. You want to get married, you are able to get married. I don't understand what is so hard about that. Yes, everybody should have the right to do that, no matter what you know your sexual orientation. You're a person. You have equal rights under every law. That's it. End well, story. they they fucking run this guy out of Congress, right? So, okay, whatever. So then he goes to work because he was in like data, right? Data research was his big thing in the uh, when he was in the Navy, Army, military, whatever the fuck he was in. I forget. So now, fast forward, the January 6th committee comes together. And Liz Cheney's looking for people to mine data, find out what the hell happened. So they hire this guy. So he looks into the whole thing. He gets Mark Meadows self, uh, text messages because he submit. He, Mark Meadows turned them over, and he was the one who tied everything together. He was the one who figured out that the White House was calling members of the proud boys and this other woman i forget her name all these people he's the one who figured out that they had a clandestine meeting on january 5th the night before and that before the night before that the white house somebody from the he doesn't know who he couldn't find that out but somebody from the white house fucking called one of them to talk and arrange whatever and he's sitting there and he's going as a republican he's going why would the white house be calling these people for what reason Exactly. And and the guy in sixty minutes is like, well, is there could it be an accident? Could it be? He's like, on are what you fucking kidding? Are you kidding? It, it's it's so it's like they're not even it's not even it's so out in the open now, and it doesn't for to most people it doesn't even matter. I don't get that. I don't understand how anybody could look at the last presidency with all the bullshit that happened and all the stuff that's coming out now. This is just another thing to add on to it. This is it, but it's a huge thing. So then he, so then he 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 keeps he keeps uh, putting together all the, you know, all the things, and then he discovers that Clarence Thomas's wife. So he figures out who everybody is, just based on what how they were texting and what they were saying. He 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 puts together everything. Don Jr. was the first one to, and we kind of know all this already, but I'll just quickly go through it. Don Jr. was the first one to suggest alternate trump uh electors to come in and and vote uh who's the blonde the the, the, the conservative daughter? girl no 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 not, not the daughter the other oh. one there that you don't like um green I marjorie say, taylor green marjorie taylor green i was thinking marsha gay harden i just don't know why <laughs> marjorie taylor three green. names mg we got Starts with an m yeah i'm all fucked up uh she was the one who said, what did she say now? 
I got so caught up in Marsha Gay Harden, who's spectacular, by the way, and everything. Absolutely. She She's so good. She is great. And she won an Oscar because she really, honestly, she deserves it. I hope so. Marjorie Taylor Greene was the first one who suggested. I started that sentence with the hope that by the time I finished it, I would remember what it was. This is the stuff that gets edited out of the 60 minute, 60 yeah. minutes uh, interviews. Anyway, hey, she holy shit. Does. What was I going to say? She does something. Any, so she's like, you know, she proposes some bullshit thing. Was it the, no, Don Jr. did the electors. Fuck me. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, but anyway, she was involved in it. And then they figure out that it's Clarence Thomas's wife who's fucking going on QAnon conspiracy theories on what's happening and, and what happened. And she's texting this shit to Mark Meadows. And what's crazy is, and this guy, and I, I knew this because this story has been out. We know what the wife was texting. But to hear this data analyst who was in Congress find these text messages and put it in this perspective of like, here's this woman reading this crazy, inane shit on the internet. And she has a pipeline right to the president of the United States. And her husband is, is a chief justice. And her husband's a chief justice. And, and, and you think to yourself, it's weird when you step back and you look at it and you go, what fucking planet were we living on just now? Exactly. Where it's a, it's a, <sighs> you could read some crazy shit on the internet and then through one person only get it right to the president of the United States who in a normal world would be like, I can't validate crazy stuff from the internet, but no, in the weird alternate 1985, we have just been living through in the last five or six years, to be honest, it was before Trump even came. It was, it, it was, uh, it was, it was battered around. Like it was real. Of course it was anything that makes, anything that makes trump look good and the other side look bad he's gonna he's gonna eat it up it could be the most batshit crazy theory uh right wing you know crazy nut job all the way to the right that that puts out this crazy shit and if it if it makes him look good he's gonna be like oh this has got to be true it doesn't matter it doesn't matter if it's true to him it doesn't matter as long as it's the bell can't be unrung as long as you say it once you say it it's out there like you say, oh, the election's crazy. rigged. Election's rigged. That's it. But now people just believe it. You can't say it. She's going, you know, this is all. I, I, she, Ginny Thomas, she, she fucking sends Mark Meadows this thing, and she's like, yeah, I hear that uh, Biden and the Biden crime family are being tried in Gitmo, and they're going to be sentenced and everything like that, and hope to God this is true. What? It's like, hope what to God this is true. The fuck is wrong with you? Hope to God this is true. By the way, this isn't Sal from the gas station. This is the wife of a fucking Supreme Court. And I say that with, you think if the fucking uh, former vice president of the United States was in a military tribunal, that word would have got out to the fucking Supreme Court justice and he'd fucking know. I think he would know before Jitty Thomas or whatever bullshit website she was looking at. I mean, no. you're you're in the circle. You're in it. You're in yep. it. 
Yeah, you are the circle. You, you this isn't you're getting your information from bullshit websites. How could how could that be your source? I mean, I, I it's unfucking believable. The whole still driving me crazy. I can't think sense. of what what uh, Marsha Gay Harden said. What was her name again? Mar Marjorie Taylor. Marjorie Green? Taylor, idiot Green. Yeah. It's gonna come to me. It's gonna come to me. But I, I you know, I, I'm watching this guy, and I just, I was very, and and the, to see this guy who voted with Trump ninety three percent of the time marries a couple of gays and now all of a sudden they're like oh he's molesting like the most horrific shit you can think of they're saying about this guy and now it it cost him so much he fucking lost his seat yeah they don't care they they have their their group their circle anybody who veers outside of it for a second you're out that's it that's what it's come I don't to, understand it. and it's listen, a fucking cult, and that's what it is. And they listen, get every, every side, and for the longest time, have had extreme edges of their little ideology. Sure, have been way out of whack, but, but never before. Is... And listen, I understand. I understand people turning on Liz Cheney. I don't get it. I don't agree with it, but I can see it because at least she's taking on Trump. This right. guy. And what he did had nothing to do with Trump, who he voted with 93% of the time in office. He's fucking talking to a gay guy going, oh, yeah, okay, I'll marry you to your husband. And they're like, fuck this guy. He's got to go. I, I, I can't imagine. Cannot it's imagine. It's really unbelievable that not only that they would turn on, on him like that, but the fact that they the reasoning. So, in other words, they don't believe you know the people who are turning on him don't believe that gay people should be married which is ludicrous and unbelievable it's just ridiculous mm -hmm. and you know that just shows you what side you know that's the stance that they're on no they're not for equal rights they're not for law and order because it's a it's the law It'll, he was legally allowed to marry those two people but you know the law and order party you know oh you follow the law you're out go fuck yourself it's unbelievable it really is it's fucking crazy. It really is crazy. Uh, so this guy was on 60 Minutes, and it was uh, it was compelling. He's got a book coming out. I don't know what the fucking name of it is, but if you want to look it up, you can. Uh, but um, that that was it. There wasn't. There wasn't. I think 60 Minutes wanted this like explosive, like revelatory thing. It wasn't that. There wasn't that at all. It wasn't in this piece, but it was kind of interesting to see this guy put his perspective and him put it all together now what's really interesting is he um he quits the january 6th commission committee mm -hmm. because they refused he wanted them to go even farther he wanted the white house phone records because he's like why the fuck is somebody from the white house calling one of these groups this is yeah. bullshit and then he wanted them to, when he figured out it was Ginny Thomas behind the thing, he wanted them to subpoena Ginny Thomas and they refused to. And so he quit, which turned out to be a shame because Ginny Thomas has agreed to be interviewed by the January 6th committee and she's going to be uh, interviewed by them. I don't know and if it's going to no be Wednesday. I, I know they're coming back on Wednesday. What'd you say? I'm sorry. And now he's no longer on it. And now he's no longer on it, which is a shame because this guy is pretty 
seems like he's pretty good at what he does. He also asked them for $3.2 million, which is kind of like what he needed to hire people to, to fucking do all this, you know, because when, when you see the text messages, this guy, the guy, there's like a fucking, it's a book like this. And they, he put this whole like little web together to figure it all out and all this shit. The, and the it's a Amer- lot of work. I love, you know what I can't stand is when people go, Oh, America's past it. We're over January 6th. It's like, no, no, you want us to be because for some reason, you know, it's, it's, it's like the, the Lindsey Graham's, the, the uh, Marjorie Taylor Greens, the Lauren Boebert's, Oh, we're past January 6th. No, we're not. We're not. We're not over it. We're not past it. We're investigating the shit out of it. And, you know, for all the people who, in that circle, who asked for pardons for, from Trump and didn't get them, well, you know, of course they're going to want us to, and America to be over it and everybody to move on. But it's not happening. So deal with it. Yeah. And that's the Regelman thing. I mean, it's just, it's bizarre. I would love to see what this uh, Jitty Thomas is, does with this. Uh, uh, is it going to be, is it going to be, it's probably not going to be uh, aired. No, it'll be. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I mean, whatever the investigation, res- I don't know. Yeah, whatever the results are, well, I mean, I'm sure they'll talk about it and everything. But now you got all these crazy people that are like, Mark Meadows should go to prison. Mark Meadows should go to prison. I got news for you. You, none of this would be happening if Mark Meadows didn't hand over his fucking text messages. Mark Meadows, I hate to say it, is a fucking hero because what? in a in a in a world where seven hundred people didn't do the right thing, this guy kind of did a halfway decent thing for for a couple of days, and without that, we would have nothing. We'd have nothing. Granted, but he was forced to hand them over, wasn't he? No. He just came forward and, he and said, here, take my text messages. Yeah, and in fact, Trump and everybody else chastised it. They're like, what the fuck are you doing? Don't do that. And then he stopped cooperating. All right, so he, he, he had a smidge. You know, it can't look past the, the January 6th thing. So a year later, he had a smidge of a conscience, and then it went, and then it went I'll away. I'll take it. Again, like I said, yeah, I'll 700 take it. people didn't do the right thing. You had one guy who did it for a half a second. I'll fucking For half take a it. second. But it doesn't excuse what happened on the 6th. Well, I don't think he wanted to be. If you look at his text messages, he was. Listen, could he have stood up a bit more? Yeah, him and like I said, twelve hundred other people probably should have, um, and nobody did. But he, you could tell in the way he was handling it that it was like because everybody kept going to him and saying like, "What is he doing? Don't do this. Do it this way," you know. And he tried as best he could to fucking navigate all that. Again, don't forget he's not the president of the United States. He's just the chief of staff. He doesn't that's make still, or set policy. You know what I mean? He that's just a huge job. Though. That's that's you're you're at the you're the president's right hand man. I that's I know, but I'm just you know I'm saying he you know he did the best he could in the situation. He does not have power in that situation, and because I think he knows if he stands if he stands up to Trump on that day, he Trump would be like get get the fuck out then. So then and that's then, what happens. Then and that's then what who happens. comes in next? Somebody who's going to fucking enable him even more? Could have been comes a in next. It's January. He's out of office in 15 days. Yeah, but somebody had to be there. Somebody had to be there to fucking hold that hand through those last few days. I don't know, man. I mean, what did he do in those last few days? He didn't go to the inauguration. And he, you know, he tried to run a 
tried to overthrow the government, but that was while he was there. If he had any balls, Mark Meadows, he would have stood up to him right there and said, stop this fucking shit. Yeah, this is, this is ridiculous. But I mean, all the people who actually did, they left. They all left. Whatever. It was over in a few days anyway. It's true. They didn't. Remember when they were talking about invoking the, what was it, the 25th Amendment? And they were like, just let the clock run out. It doesn't matter. Like, like I got news for you. That finger, that button, that button that the finger's on, it ain't connected anymore. I hope it's connected to more Coca-Cola. Um, I don't know what's going on with Kelly Ripa, but there's a lot of Kelly Ripa stories. I think she's got a book coming out. What happened? Like, there can't be no more. There can't be new news with Regis. Uh, hate to break it to you. Yes, there can be. Is there? What happened? Um, she spoke to People Magazine today, and she opened up about her quote-unquote complicated relationship with Regis Philbin. Okay. I'm shocked by this because Regis was a national treasure. Like, could you imagine fighting with Regis Philbin? That's what she meant? That she fought with him? She admitted that there were bad days on the set of their show. All right, of course. I feel like any anything they're gonna, you're going to have ups and downs, especially a show like that, a live show with uh, that millions of people are watching and you got a, a million moving parts. You know, it's going to have – there's going to be some stress and, and some stuff you, people don't agree on or whatever. I mean, she I'm, says, I don't want to – I don't want to feel like I'm slamming anyone or that I'm being disrespectful, but I also want people to know that it was not a cakewalk. It took years to earn my place there and earn things that are routinely given to men I worked with, including an office and a place to put my computer. Well, that's kind of fucked up. That is fucked up. You're the co-host of the Regis and Kelly morning show or whatever, and you don't even have an office or a desk. That's 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 insane. She addressed rumors that Philbin didn't want her to replace Gifford on the show, stating, I understand that probably he didn't want a co-host, but the network wanted me to be the co-host, and I didn't think I should pass that opportunity up. I don't think it was fair to him, but it also wasn't fair to me. After getting the call that she'd been hired, she claims that she was warned by her agent that she would be playing second fiddle to Philbin, who had helmed the show for more than a decade. The small screen like star... Whoever, whoever filled that man or woman would be second fiddle to Philbin. He was, he's the guy. He's Regis yeah. fucking Philbin. I agree. Like, what do you think? You're going to be fucking, be I mean, thankful like, that your fucking name is on, yeah. like you, you're getting unless the name. You bring in, unless you bring in Meryl Streep, it's probably the only, you know, the only one Regis would have to play second fill to her. Um, yeah, I agree. You, you hit that on the head. Uh, she said on her first day, her relation with Philbin got off on the wrong foot. She was ordered not to bring an entourage to the set, but she showed up with a makeup artist and a hairstylist, uh, much to Philbin's chagrin. I came with hair and makeup. Uh, it was not an unusual thing for people in television to show up with. Uh, she claims that Philbin greeted her and the show's executive producer, Gelman, with a deadpan greeting. Uh, uh-oh, Gelman, it's got an entourage, he said. Oof. See, that's not. I, that's kind of funny. It's got an entourage is a little demeaning. Uh, she said he was probably trying to be funny, but at the same time, it felt like a pile on. Yeah. I mean, why? what would the... You, don't these shows purpose? have hair and makeup people? You got to arrange all this stuff. Yes. I guess, yeah, a lot of that stuff should have been arranged, but, you know, if you have the people you like that does your hair and makeup, I don't know. I don't know. 
Sounds like she didn't do enough to kind of like uh, you're you're the new guy. You got it. Yeah, you got to you know go. I guess there are uh, new guys. You know, you have to what's it called? Pay your dues, but not have, if you're the co-host of the show. You kind of need the red carpet a little bit. You get you need at least a desk or an office. True. That's, yeah, that's some bullshit. The basics should be already there for you. You know, I mean, maybe you don't get it's not the Kelly and Regis show, but you should get the same shit Regis is getting. And like you're you're hopping in on board with a fucking ninety year old guy, like you know it's only a matter of time until it's your fucking show, and then you're calling the shots for That's you know the next twenty five years. So you got to eat a little shit for the first three or four years. What's the big deal? You know how I could tell. Answer. You know I could tell Kelly Ripa was never in radio, Frank. Hmm. She couldn't fucking eat shit for fucking five or six years. It's true, I guess, but she has a point when you're side by. To be fair. If you're a co-host of a morning show in radio, you're it's it's the you know Joe and Jane show. Joe and Jane should be on the same everything. They should have the same pay, the same. Uh, you have an office. You, you have an office about? in radio. If there's a co-host, two co-hosts of a morning show. No, and that and that's that's not how it happens, and that's not how it should happen. Well, that's how it should happen. If you're doing the same if, job, you should get if the you're same. You're doing job. the same. Or you just nailed it. If you're doing the same job, a lot of those shows they're not doing the same job. No, but if you if you're if you're if Howard Stern had a co-host that was doing literally this, it was Howard Howard and Jane. And I'll tell you right now, Howard it. makes more money than Robin does. Well, yeah, it's his show, and she's not the you know the co-host like. They're like his, his. I forget the word for it, like his, not entourage, but his people. It's not the Howard and Robin show, is what I'm saying. Yeah, well, a lot of times the, the the second person, whoever that is, not necessarily a female, but the second person, you know, goes in and fucking does a tenth of the work that the other person's doing, and they're acting like, "Well, my name's on the show, I can fucking get the right." But yeah, if you if the if the the responsibilities and the work is the same, then yeah, they should have the same thing. That's what it should be. Let's check in on uh, Jupiter if I can see what's going. Oh Jesus, dear Lord, it doesn't look good. Uh, you say? Oh man, I think it's pissed. We shot a a, a freaking soda machine at uh, at its buddy. Maybe we should have been fucking shooting soda machines with Jupiter so goddamn close that it catches the second, you know, the the residual yeah. shrapnel. Did we accidentally hit one of its moons and it got pissed? Doesn't look good. Did they shake up the soda cans and then send it up there? That 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 could be an effect. Maybe perhaps there was soda cans in there. There was soda cans and Mentos. You get those things together. That's a problem. It is a big bird. Yes, I do have a rack on a rack. I was going a little Inception-y today. So I got the coat rack shirt. Got the coat rack shirt, and then I got the coat rack, another coat rack. Because my mom, my mother discovered that I was using the coat rack she gave us when we moved into the house. She gave us this coat rack, the original one, and she discovered I needed a new one. So she got me this one. Why do you need a new one? Because we don't use this one for the original one for coats anymore. Did you use it for the show? I use it for the show. So she discovered that and she said, well, now you need one for coats. So here's the one for coats. That's hysterical. So she got me a new. She got us a new coat rack that I will maybe one day use for coats. 
Got it. I don't think coat racks should be used for coats. They're far better used for podcast set design. So that's that's my whole thing. That that's chapter one of my book. This book seems to change an awful lot. Can I be honest with you? I haven't nailed it down just yet, but it's it's a, it's an evolving process. Fucking a lot happening with this book. When it comes Chapter's out, changing. All your, all your questions will be answered when it comes out. Don't worry. Done that yet? So what's going on with Adam Levine? So the Adam Levine update actually has nothing to do with Adam Levine. It has. To, oh, Thank God. God damn this fucking thing. What? The computer's driving me goddamn crazy. Uh, it's, it, it wasn't a day for technology and me, Frank. Not not a good day. You all right over there? A hamster fall off the wheel. And it's like a. It's like you got to jump through nine thousand fucking hoops. There are right. any techs out there that live in the New York area that can hook Anthony up with some equipment that actually works? I'm at what's end here. Uh, okay, here. Adam, Adam Levine. So Adam Devine put out this Instagram post saying, just want to post this and say that my wife, Chloe Bridges, and I are doing great and going strong. I am not Adam Levine. He's a different guy and a worse singer. We are, however, naming our future baby Sumner. Nice. That's fucking funny. I don't care who you are. All right. So were people confusing him with Adam Levine? Yeah, because his name is literally one letter off. It's Divine versus Levine, but it's spelled the same exact way. So people are fucking tweeting this guy going, look at this cheating piece of shit. And he's like, eh, mean, that ain't me. All right. All right. I got it. That's not bad. I don't know why, you know, people can't see that it's two different people. People don't have time to read, Frank. They got to react. That's true. This is I like pick, when, I remember, I pick, remember when fucking Obama had uh, John Favreau as the the White House, the speechwriter, and fucking Star Wars John Favreau was like, oh, hold on, everybody, I'm not the one fucking causing all the riffraff. I don't remember that. Yeah, because the speechwriter would go off and he would be like shitting on Trump and doing all this, you know, shit, and people would be like, fuck John Favreau, I'm never watching one of his movies again, and he's like, that's not me. <laughs> Look, that's a I different John that. Favreau. That's funny. You know, I mean, it's not a far assumption. Guy in Hollywood, they think he's, you know, a liberal. You know, they just fucking. How many famous John Favreaus are there? Two, apparently. Two. I mean, and it's a crazy name. But the thing yeah. is, is people cannot waste time reading, Frank. True. We've got to react. Got to react. That's fine. If you don't react, react then ask time. questions later. That's that's dangerous. Exactly. If you don't react at a timely matter, somebody else may beat you to that reaction, and then what he got? Nothing. Someone, if someone tweets ahead of you, you know, all is lost. Then you got a whole shitload of nothing there. Right. That's for sure. All right. What's next? Adam Levine is not Adam Devine. Mystery solved. Well, we're running through it here. We got to go quick. Um, Jeff, Jeffrey spinoff. All right. So they give you the questions. You got to give the answers. Is that what it is now? Listen to this. Executive producer Michael Davies mm. re revealed in an interview with the New York Times he's thinking about creating a sister TV show that would air live and would be filled with master level players. Ooh. He says what we need to develop is a pro level version of the game. Okay. I like trivia questions nobody could even. Well, listen to this. This is interesting. 
He says, it seems ridiculous to me that we have this sport where every single year we take all our best players, we take our LeBron Jameses and our Dwayne Wades, and we switch them all out. Think about that for a second. How much sense does that fucking make? What do you mean no, we switch them out? Like, okay, if you treat Jeopardy, if you if you think of Jeopardy like a sports league, the NBA doesn't go, thanks for playing, LeBron. Now, uh, next week, next season, tune in because uh, Frank from New York will be in and fucking taking jump shots and, you know, jumping center for the Cleveland Cavaliers. <laughs> be like, I'm all for it. I would try that. So he's saying we have these all these great players. Wouldn't it be nice to sort of follow them along in their careers in seeing how they do competing against all the other great players that we've had? And he know this is true because remember when they had those tournament of champions and they bring back all the people and they get like monster ratings? I guess so. I mean, I thought always thought the allure of Jeopardy was average people winning a bunch of money because they knew trivia. You know, you got to see, oh, who's going to win this time? It's like if you see the people that always win, keep on winning. You're like, all right, it's fun. But, you know, if you if you saw if they all of a sudden brought in some average schmo to play in in the NBA, I'd, I'd probably I'd never watch the uh, basketball game in my life. You know, I'd never really watch basketball. I would tune into that one. They get some just schlub from the well, stands. Well, they do do that. Play. Have you watched the Knicks lately? That's basically what it is. Hi-oh! Rim shot. Um, I agree with you. I think you can't lose the element of those amateurs coming in, but I think you can make it a... Yeah, an offshoot. Like It's like a new Coke. It'll, it'll, it'll be around for a little bit, and then we'll go back to regular Jeopardy. You know. And it kind of makes sense, though. Like, you can put the regular Jeopardy on at 7.30 on Channel 7 and then put this on Netflix. Jeopardy Ultra. And do it live, yeah, or stream it on whatever ABC's streaming thing is. And now you have to, you know, there doesn't have to be choices anymore. We can all find what we want to watch. Just fucking make shit and put it out. That's all, you know, you don't have to choose anymore. I would fucking tune into That's that That's what shit. we do. We just make shit and put it out. Basically, that's this, yes. That's this whole show. Yeah. And then they're All like, right. oh, is, is Maya Bialik hosting? Is, Can is, they just uh, pull the trigger on that? I mean, who's hosting Jeopardy now? I still don't know. I don't know. But now we can have a host for each, each fucking thing. I don't know why they just weren't like, All right, Maya Bialik, you just do it. Here, here you go. It would have been fine. Frank, do you remember Hannah Gatsby? Of the great Gatsby's? <laughs> no. No, I don't. Exactly. Um, in 2018, uh, Netflix released Gatsby's special Nanette, which went on to win an Emmy for Outstanding Writing with a Variety Special. Um, that was a thing in 2018. Then, if you remember, Dave Chappelle came out with his special The Closer, which included a joke that some... People, you know. Oh, Hannah Gatsby is his fr- is, was his uh, trans friend, right? No, Hannah Gatsby was the one that was like that wrote a note to Ted Sarandos on Instagram. Remember the note said, "Hey, Ted Sarandos, just a quick note to let you know that I would prefer if you didn't drag my name into your mess. Now that I have to deal with even more hate and anger that Dave Chappelle fans like to unleash on me every oh. time Dave gets twelve million dollars to process his emotionally stunted partial worldview. Because remember when people were like." Oh, you have a Dave Chappelle special. You must be totally homophobic. 
And then Ted Reynolds was like, how can we be homophobic? We have Hannah Gatsby. Look, you know. And then they were, ah, and then I remember. Okay. She, yes. she was like, oh, Ted Sarandos, you're a piece of shit for dragging me into this, you know? I remember that. Okay. All that stuff. So um, then she went on to say, fuck you and your amoral algorithm cult. Um, I do shits more with more backbones than you. That's just a joke. Uh, so basically, she shit on Ted Sarandos like crazy. And it was like, fuck Netflix and all your bullshit. Wow. Today, she signed a multi-title deal with Netflix. Aha. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's something. I guess uh, they worked it out. Do you know what I like about Hannah Gatsby? Is she stands up what she be- for what she believes in. I wonder, is, she, is there any comment from her? I guess you guys water on the bridge. Been- Fuck you and your amoral uh, algorithm cult. Where where did that go? Uh, you know, I don't know. Is are the same people running Netflix? It's the same. Yeah, dudes. Ted Sarandos is still there. Same. He's dude. Still the guy. They still have Dave Chappelle specials on there. Was she? Is this a new thing she signed, or is this something that, like, she had a contract? She had to do a bunch of stuff. She just signed it today. Just signed it today. Oh well. <laughs> right. I don't know. I'm sure she'll come out with something. She'll say something about it. She's got it, right? I'm full of shit. Uh, liberal rage is all bullshit. What, what should she well, say, Frank? Help me write her. It. Her own liberal, liberal rage was bullshit. Not well, well most liberal rage, though, is bullshit. Uh, Woke culture rage is bullshit. Oh, it's all bullshit. Every, so everything's bullshit. Mo- 95% of it. 95% of it. Ask me what it is. What is it? Everything. Ninety-five percent of everything is bullshit. Total bullshit. Undateable. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. This was the one. Remember, Hannah Gatsby was leading the charge for yeah. trans. You know, well, LGBTQ she was dragged into people. it. To be fair, she was dragged in, and she said something after she was dragged into it. To be fair. Well, if we're listen. being fair. If we're not, then yeah, you got a point. If somebody went to YouTube and said, you're not employing enough white guys, white Italian guys from New York, and they were like, hold on a second, have you seen AOA? I'd be like, all right, I'd rather not be dragged into this, but you know, okay, it's fair. Like, Ted Sarandos wasn't wrong. They call them homophobic, and he's like, how could you call us homophobic as a company? Look at all these LGBTQ people we're fucking... Look at Hannah Gatsby. Like, I mean, it wasn't what he said was so crazy and outrageous. She, he well, made a point to defend response, himself. Her response was, didn't she say all that stuff and then said, this is all just jokes? I don't remember that. You just read it. He read it like the backbone stuff, and then she said, "This is jokes, people, or something like that." Did I mishear that? Yes. I, okay, then I, uh, I don't know what I'm talking about. Then forget I said it. Dave Chappelle's joke it was homophobic. That's what I said. Okay. Yeah, she hey. said you didn't pay me nearly enough to deal with real world consequences of the hate speech, dog whistling you refuse to acknowledge, Ted. Fuck you and your amoral algorithmic algorithm con- uh, cult sorry 
Wow. Did I? Did I? Show, oh, I tweeted it. Did you see that clip? The That's fuck? Good. This fucking guy. This fucking guy. He's selling. What was he selling? Solar panels. This is on my Twitter. Everybody go see it right now at Anthony's Faves on Twitter. This guy's selling solar panels. He rings the doorbell of this guy's house. All you see, it's a doorbell cam. So all you see is the guy pitching. Rings the doorbell. Oh, I, I saw this and I heard it. This was terrible. And he means to say we're going around to all our neighbors. And instead of saying neighbors, he drops the N-word. Yeah. And sure enough, it was a black guy who he was. And you don't even see the guy. All you see is his hand for a second as he shakes. And the guy was so not. He rings the doorbell. He opens the door. He comes outside. He shakes the guy. I would never, A, go outside. You'd be you'd get me from behind my door. B, shake the guy's hand. And then three seconds later, the guy drops the end. <laughs> I saw this. this was, and the guy and he, immediately, as soon as he said it, he goes, I am so sorry. He's <laughs> like, oh, my God. Pure slip of the tongue. It had to be a slip of the tongue, but Not it's to a say bad slip. Guy it's a bad slip. Hadn't said that word, not that it wasn't already there. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't know the guy. I have no idea. It could have been but one he, of those situations where it was a combination of two words that, you know, when you say, uh, take luck. Yeah. You know, so yeah. instead of take, take care and good luck. So it could have been like just a jumble of, of sounds that came out that I don't know. It did I'm not. Try, I'm trying to look. I don't think it was intentional, but. Yeah. I, I don't know the guy, so I'm sure I mean, he didn't mean to say that to a guy. You know, I don't think so either. But oh. not to say he doesn't say. And he felt bad. He apologized right away. But I just, I was just like, and he, just, and he's like, we were like right down the street. And I'm like, oh, this poor guy, <laughs> you know. And of course, you go into the comments, and everybody's like, oh, that's that was a little, I was a little easy on the tongue, you know. And who knows? I don't fucking, know. I don't know the guy. Who knows? Yeah, but exactly. I just we don't what know an anything. Unfortunate situation. Yeah, that's terrible. All we know is the clip. We don't know these two these people, you know, the guy yeah. and the thing. And it's, but it's... In, in my head, I couldn't help but think of the scene in Austin Powers where he's like, don't say anything about the mole. Don't say anything. No. About the mole, 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 mole. <laughs> it's like think thinking the worst about the guy. Like I wonder That's... if he was going through the same situation. <laughs> he gets a branch and he goes and pokes it. <laughs> oh. oh god. That you would have left you. There's this other. There's this other clip, like not too far under it. It's two, uh, like a mom and a girl, two white people, and they're playing this game where I guess they give you letters and it's all jumbled up. Mm. And the thing comes out and it almost spells the N word, but it's G R E at the end. And the woman's like, "Oh my god!" And then she's looking at it and she goes, "Oh, ginger." <laughs> The answer was ginger. Oh God, <laughs> that's funny. And she immediately the first thing she saw. Was, yeah. Was like, oh God. The whole fucking. Thing. Oh, there's that South Park. Did you ever see the South Park thing, the Wheel of Fortune? No. Oh yeah, yeah. Was that, that a South Park thing? I think it, I thought it was. It How was did that really happen? Blank. No, I don't. I don't think so. It was one word, and it was like N blank, G G blank. You know, it was, and then he he couldn't. I saw the guy was buying. He, oh no! I saw a clip. Maybe it was altered when he was like N. Ah, and every time he he was like literally about to spell the word out, but before he could get to R, he lost his turn on that spin. 
Was that real wow. or not? I don't even know. That's the clip that's going that, on. I don't yeah. know that one. I never saw that one. I never saw that. But uh, I don't know. Bird is accusing me of not being the real Frank. I believe it. Let's see. I didn't go to see Metallica for free. True. I'm not shaving. Also true. Saying rim shots. I did say that. Pleading for tech for Ant. Well, we all need good tech. And uh, racks on racks. I felt like an Inception kind of day. Mm, I like the rack. Yeah, the racks on racks. What I would love it With the coat rack if shirt. next time we just saw your wife's oh, back you. because... Oh, no. Are you back? Wait I think you're, you're chiming out on this one. Is it me? Well, here's what I would love. I would love it if next time we just saw your wife's back behind you. Because so she had... Yeah, because she had her rack on the rack that's on the rack. That would be amazing. Huh. I'll get it next show. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe it's a members only kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? I'll like we tune in and just, there's just your wife not facing the camera because her rack is literally on the rack that's on the rack. I just, you know, I'd appreciate you not talking about my wife's rack. That's all. Keep my Wait. wife's rack out. You fucking She's wearing a bra made in Iraq. So, ooh, four. And I, am I wearing the coat rack shirt? Oh, that would, five. Five racks in a row. Mm. That like shirt, it. by the way, along with this one, I'm here for cuddles. And the one that Janine talked about earlier, my phone's about to die. All in the merch store. Link in the description below. Grab some merch, baby. Get some new fresh right. uh, AOA dicks. Got Comfortable, too. Nice and soft. They're comfortable as fuck, all these shirts, right? Yeah, they are good. Just ask uh, ask uh, Bird has just got the hoodie. She was talking about it before. It makes me so happy. Like I said, we pulled the tumbler because I was like, this isn't up to the quality that we need to be. But everything else really is. Right. Yeah, no, we're all good. There you go. McClinton love loves t-shirts. There you go. Nice. Who doesn't? All right. Um... What? Paul's comment. Total. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's not a coat rack. It's for drying used condoms. I don't know. Do you dry? I mean, do you see the I other clip that's that's going around where the person's holding a condom outside the car no. and the air's blowing in it, and then they like, like unfurl it, and it becomes this like huge thing that looks like one of those crazy, you know, wacky arm. <laughs> That's pretty great. It's just flopping in the wind. You, uh, are here's one. you are on TikTok too much. Yeah, way too much. I've been abusing TikTok. Um, here's why I think you're, what did I call you? A fraud? A liar? I can't no, Hypocrite. Remember. Hypocrite. That's it. Okay. You, we talked about it on this show. You came on here and said that you were not going to do your birthday. And then all of a sudden I get an invitation to your birthday. I said I was not going to do the original plan for my birthday, which was going to be go down to AC and the whole bit and spend a night there. We're doing something else, but it's going to stay in local. It's a cocktail party kind of thing at a, at a nice place. So we're not going to, we weren't, when I said we're not going to do my birthday, I said we're not going to do the original plan, the AC trip. Oh, because I thought you said I'm canceling the whole thing because that sounded like a good plan. Canceling my birthday? No, I would never, I'm not canceling my birthday. I think maybe you should cancel it though. You don't have to go. That's fine. You know. 
Would you be mad if I didn't go? Yes. You'd be you would be upset if I didn't go. It depends on the reason, of course. No, let's just let's drill down on this for a second. This is fascinating because depends on the reason. I would want you I'd want you there, but I don't if, think you really want me there. If there's an emergency, if something has to, you know, if uh you know, there's a you're the only person that could give a kidney to someone and they have to, you know, scoop it out of you on that day, then I get it. Anything below that, you should be at the at this party. Here's the thing, though, and you know this. I'm not really going to add much to the overall joy of the evening. You just rounded out the numbers. I just need to fill the place a little bit. That's all. I need so you and your wife saying there. You, you had we bought, to we bought the We bought the place saying we're going to have this many people, and if this many people don't show up, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just a minimum requirement. You're a minimum requirement, yeah. That should be. That's going to be on your tombstone. I was the minimum requirement. <laughs> what was that movie with uh, the guys? That there might the be thing? nachos for the table. I got to say, what? Oh, uh, Night at the Roxbury? Yeah, when he's like, my father already paid the caterer. Remember that? When they talk about the wedding. Oh, yeah. So we got to, yeah. Should we get married? Well, my father paid the caterer. So. My father paid the caterer already. That was a great movie. Very underrated movie. Um, are there going to be nachos? This place doesn't seem like a nacho kind of a place. I would, you know, it's funny. One of the, uh, we were looking at the menu. We have to finalize it tomorrow. One of the options we get to add, like there's a, a, a set, like there's a menu you could pick from different categories and stuff. And, uh, you know, all the things that they serve, but you could add in trays of whatever from the list. And one of the list, uh, one of the things on the list is Italian nachos. You ever that? heard of this? I don't know. I'm gonna look it up. It was. It, it seemed weird to me. Uh, let's this see. Seems like total bullshit. I'm not gonna lie to you. Although, do you know what Irish nachos are? Irish? No. What is that? Irish nachos are like. Um, it could be a variety of or one type of potato, but like it could be like French fries, waffle fries, curly fries, and they put all those together, and then they put all like cheese and sour cream and salsa. They put all the regular nacho toppings on top of that. It's pretty fucking good. Because mm, at the end of the day, it's all cheese and sour cream on top of something. That's fine. Delightful, no matter what it is. Here it is. But I can't Italian imagine nacho. what it is. Can I guess what an Italian nacho would be? Uh, I'm gonna, yeah. <clears throat> I'm going to guess. You're going to get it wrong. Okay. I'm going to guess at the lowest level, at the lowest end, it's like bruschetta with like you know, like slices of bread with like tomatoes on top and that kind of stuff with like maybe mozzarella and, you know, like that, like that's the cheese and tomatoes instead of like um, pico de gallo. That's my guess on the highest <laughs> level, some sort of a dried or crispy uh, baked pasta, perhaps a, like a, a fried ravioli with some toppings on it. That's my guess. Am I close at all? No. Okay. What it is? <laughs> I got excited. You were shaking your head. I was like, "Oh, yeah, I think yeah, I that's, that's great. Wrong. Way off. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, oh. wrong. Apparently, Italian nachos are uh, warm house-made potato chips with smoked pancetta, hot vinegar peppers, and gorgonzola fonduta. Not sure what yeah, that okay. is. Okay, that's interesting. But it sounds delicious. So that's a consideration. I'm, I'm thinking of adding the 
Italian nachos for the table. Mm. They I would add regular nachos, but I don't think they have uh, in the catering, like when they do party big parties. I don't think that's an option. Can I but weigh in on this? You sure can. Don't do that. That sounds disgusting. I don't think don't any do the Italian nacho. In theory, it sounds like a nice high-end item, but I don't think anybody's going to have chips with vinegar peppers on them and gorgonzola. That doesn't sound like a fun, non-heartburn I mean, combination. They look okay. You know what I would love to do? I'm heartbroken that I just found out about this. I would love to go through the menu with you and pick and make these choices. That's why you're hearing about it now. Yeah. So you can't do that. I just think it would be really great if we built this party together and the audience could come along. I hear you. Can I show you a picture of the Italian nachos? I would love it. Let's see if this is too. Let me see. Let me get a, a lower the brightness on this. They look good. No. Hmm. That does look good. It's hard to kind of make it out. It does look good, though. There are tomatoes on there as well. What's that red stuff? Is those peppers? There are peppers. Yeah, it's all chopped up peppers. Even the red. The red, yellow. The white is the gorgonzola. You get the sausage dried up, you know, cut up on top. It looks good. I also don't know about gorgonzola with chips. Listen, I this place, I've, I've eaten there before. It's very, very good. It's very, very high end, but... I'm I'm a little concerned about that. I'm a little worried. Well, there. I didn't I didn't get the uh, I didn't get the Italian nachos. I don't I don't think I'm going to add. I think the the list that they gave us for the party is is plenty. I think it's going to be good the way it is. Open bar, so you can get hammered if you like. Open bar and co nobody does dinner anymore. It's always open bar and cocktails. Why is that? People do dinner. I was just. This one, Can we I, just do a uh, cocktail all, party, stand and you walk around. I don't know what you're shelling out for this, but I'm going to tell everybody honestly. What you're fucking probably paying for open bar and cocktails, you could have fucking covered everybody's at a nice dinner, too. You picked the most, one of the most expensive places on the fucking planet. That's not true. No, it's very true. It's a high-end fucking... I used to it's eat not... at this... Okay, this place that Frank picked a thousand years ago in between radio gigs... And I used to work for, <laughs> used to work for a financial institution. <laughs> I can't even get it out. It's true. I did. I mean, I did the jerk off work there, but still, I wasn't picking stocks for people. Believe me. He jerked off a lot of the people that were there. Yeah. Well, it was part of it. And I put food on the table. Right? I love how the exact moment I said that last sentence, Paige comes in with Frank as a class act as one of the as one of the comments. Well. <laughs> As Frank I'm saying, Anthony, Anthony, let me amend this. Frank's wife is a class act. It was her recommendation. Um, did I pick we up went the there. tab? Did I pick up the tab? No. The tab for um, what? For this place. But I, my point is, is when I was in, I was in the financial world, and all those people had a ton of fucking money to throw around. That's where they would go to eat, and they would they these guys would fucking drop a ton of money over there. Because it was a expensive, high end to to do, you know, pinky up in the air place. I mean, it's not Chuck E. Cheese, but it's you know, it's a it's a nice, it's a really nice place, and I want everybody to have a good time. It's my family and friends. I want everybody to enjoy it. You know, uh, it's a nice high end place, and we we want to have everybody. Uh, if you and if you're not there, 
it's going to be, uh, you know, that much better. <laughs> I was going to say, if you want to have a good time, you, you wouldn't have invited certain friends. That's for fuck sure. You know, it's we didn't want to, you know, we wanted it to be nice and then wanted the food to be good. So that we know this place is good and uh, I think it's going to be a fun time. My what wife picked level, out the though? place. We went there, and it's great. I know your wife picked out. We all know your wife picked out the place. You would have never picked. No, no, the place she she time. brought it up as a as you know she gave she was like I know a bunch of you know I was as this she put out a bunch of restaurant you know I had my suggestions and we were talking and, and we landed on this place. That's yeah, great. Were you talking, yeah. shucking, and jiving at the same? What was it? We're talking. You like we were talking. We were playing basketball. I was. I was yeah, I was, she was guarding me, and I was. <laughs> I was like, so, what do you think of this place? Uh, Believe me when I tell you. I know how old I am. Uh, Frank had nothing to do with picking this place. Other than going, oh, yeah, no, that sounds good. We went that there. I nice. went there. You know, we looked at the space. Uh, they showed us okay. around. Case in point, did you go there or did your wife bring you there? We both went there. What? Uh, somebody had to suggest it. What do you mean? Yeah, she brought up the, the restaurant and uh, we both went down there and looked at Thank the place. You. And she said, yeah, if you don't saying, like it, we'll go somewhere else. No, I know what I'm saying, but you didn't. It didn't originate with you, is what I'm saying. Yeah, I didn't even. Uh, I didn't even uh, no, know the place, the place existed. Really. No, yeah, I knew of it, but I never. I wasn't very familiar with it. Thank you. I wasn't very familiar with it, but I know. I knew of it. So this place is good. That's though. because it's, your wife is, is the class of the relationship. Don't be offended. That is true. That is 100% it's the same. True. I'm in the same situation. That is a million percent true. My wife yeah. is the, adds the class to this household. Yeah. That is a million percent true. I'm on to your wife. I know what she's doing. She's building you a palace of a man cave because she never wants to see you again. No, she 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 can come down here and see me. She's not going to. She wants no. she wants you to go down. You're like a fly looking at a huge glowing light. You're just you call me a bug. Yeah. Can I show everybody what my what my wife let me put in the basement? Let you put or orchestrated made you think you were made made me think it was my choice, basically. Right. Go ahead. Right. That's correct. So this is now sitting at the bottom of my staircase. In in my basement, it is a carpet, a little rug, about uh, I don't know five feet long. Uh, I'm looking at it right now, and it's as you can see. If people who are just listening, it's it's the Star Wars opening crawl, the text in uh, for Episode Four: A New Hope. It's the full, it's the full text with the space background as as a as a a little, a little rug. So I bought that. That's in the basement now, and I'm very happy. She's building you a, your own little thing down there. She so enjoys be... down here as well. We had people over. We had we had a, a party down here yesterday. It's very nice. It, this is the introductory. Wait a second. You had a fucking party without me? Uh, it was a family thing. It was my mom and my aunts and my uncle, my brother. That's all. Sounds like a lie. Yeah, right. I'm not family. But fucking 40 years stuff. I know you. You know me before I was born. I can't get the fucking family invite. You can't. You, you want to come? You can come hang out with my family if you want. No, you got the invite to the to the big party, the big bash, which I thought you were canceling, which I didn't have to go to. I canceled the bigger bash, the uh, the two nighter, the two day thing, the overnight. This is now a four hour event. 
You come, you hang, you drink, you eat, and we BS. Got it. The real Frankie C would have the lyrics to Enter Sandman on a rug. That's that's uh, for upstairs. That's gonna be that's gonna be the front door. You know, I like this. You're taking shots tonight, you know, and you deserve it. You deserve. You know what's actually funny? Criticism. Next to my uh, on my side of the bed, you think I'm kidding? But on my side of the bed, Aaron actually bought me a framed picture of the lyrics to "Nothing Else Matters." Nice. And I have it framed. It's ne- It's on my side of the bed at uh, uh, on on the nightstand next to next to the bed. Paul nailed it. Aaron wants Frankie to go to a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Paul. That's basically it. That's what it is. She's a genius. That's true. She's a genius. She is a genius. She adds the class and the brains to this whole and the beauty to this whole thing. We have to. I can't do this anymore. I we have got to go. But can we pick the menu? Can we do a menu episode where we go through and we pick the menu? <laughs> Well, I'm I'm finalizing it tomorrow. So, oh Jesus! If, you know, if we want to do a a special episode, that's up to you. Mm, we'll talk about it. Maybe we'll re- we'll either do a special episode or we'll review your choices on Wednesday. I'm telling you, it's gonna be good. You're gonna have you're gonna have a good time. The food's gonna be. I don't good. think so, but don't. and don't come. That's fine. I'll play along if you need. If that's what you need, be nice. I liked it better when we were going away. This would have been better for me. I don't know why you canceled that. That would have been the move. We can still do that. We could do a, you know, we do a trip. It's just not going to be the big, uh, the big birthday bash. Well, no, I, I'm never, I'm never going to be able. I have two kids. I'm never going to be allowed to just go. So then, what are you complaining about? You never. If it was for your birthday, had an excuse. Then you went ahead and canceled it and fucked my all my shit up. We'll make another excuse. Your birthday is right after mine. We'll go for your birthday. No, we're not doing that. I canceled my birthday. I I did the manly thing. I fucking stepped away from that shit. No birthday for you? No. Men don't have birthdays? Is that what you're saying? Fuck you, Hunter. She has a point. Mom's a dumb bitch. Oh, sorry. That was an accident. No, I gave up on the birthday. There's no point to it. It's overrated. It's stupid. My no. 10. We won't know unless you have a birthday. True. If you don't celebrate a birthday, does that count as a year? Feels like it should. Uh, you'd be you'd be zero years old. I don't remember ever celebrating your birthday. Ever. Are you gonna have a crudite? Paul wants to know what's the what's the menu here. Give me a quick. Apparently, Doctor Oz says no to crudites. He says it's too expensive. So is there gonna be mozzarella sticks? Maybe there'll be mozzarella sticks. It's not gonna be your run of the mill. It's gonna be nice, good stuff. It's could I just say something? Has this place? I mean, I know we're doing past apps. Have they seen me? And I like, showed them a picture. And and Janine's brother and our friend the cop. Have we? I, did they? I said no. This this is who you're feeding, and they said we got you. Okay, because that seems it like costs a, a, a little lot. extra. It costs a little extra, but hey, you guys are worth it. <laughs> I bet it does. I don't know about a little, but you know, well, you know, feels like a lot. All right, Frank, that's it. I'm out. That is it. Remember to buy that jump start. Show me potato salad. Maybe we should go now. Go ahead. Jump start coffee, Frank. Agreed. It's delicious. You said it. It's my favorite coffee. Word. 
Are you holding up your bag? Because I I don't know if I'm holding up mine. It's hard to tell because there's a thing in front of the screen. We all know. I'm holding up my bag. Oh, you mean the jump start? Oh, my goodness. All right. Let's see. Hold on. Let me see. Are, are we holding it? Oh. oh. All right. Oh. Catch me off guard. You know, that's a new thing now on TikTok where the, you see a girl on the screen and then they put in a half a split second of themselves in lingerie. Oh, really? Is that, are you subscribed to all those things? And then the idea is you have to like stop it at that right exact moment. Right. Here's the thing. They figured out a way to appeal to not only perverts, but OCD people at the same time. Because when I come across those now. <laughs> oh, so you're, that's right up your alley. I have to do it. Both you you fall right into both those categories. Yeah, well, listen, it's not a pervy thing because it's who cares? It's a girl in laundry. I could see something much better than that. And half these girls, I got news for you, they're not nothing fucking to write home about. But it's this idea of here's a game to play, and now I have to make sure that I fucking I, I get it right. You know what I'm saying? I hear you. I like that no here's, one could see us right now. Here's the thing, Frank. I got it right with coffee. And that's the only thing. Two things in life I needed to get right. Finding my wife and finding the cup of coffee. I, both that I need to spend the rest of my life with. That, that's, that's, that's all you need in life. You, you didn't even mention your kids, and that's, that's okay. Yeah. And I'm happy with, let's just say both of them for argument's sake. It's too late in the show to get into semantics. You already paid the caterer. But Jumpstart is the best coffee I've ever had. It's the best coffee that you've ever had. And it's available right now with the link in the description below. Bam. Boom. She got big old titties. 